0: People end up, especially with like, you know, the marketing side. So it's like, I have a job, right? So you have a job. It's a status, it's a marketer. And it's like, well, I'm not a marketer. I'm a channel six, you know, with all these possibilities. But I happen to be choosing to do this role of marketing, but that doesn't make me a marketer. Welcome to the Art of Humanity with Jessica Ann. Listen for fresh perspectives with artists, leaders, authors, and entrepreneurs. Explore creativity and consciousness. Evolve your business with the art of humanity. Now, here's your host, Jessica Ann.
1: Welcome to the art of humanity, where we explore creativity and consciousness to allow you and your business to evolve. I am Jessica Ann, and I am so thrilled to have with me, sitting live with me in person, (laughs) (laughs) the Michael Donovan Michael Donovan is a visual artist using photography, video, and digital art. He also runs a podcast featuring a range of guests contemplating consciousness, community, and enlightenment. Enlightenment. How do we say that?
0: Enlightenment. (laughs)
1: Enlightenment. I am so thrilled to have you as a guest. I'm happy to be here. So, Michael, I would love to chat with you more about kind of your background. I feel like I know you... Because I listen to your podcast so much. Yeah, let's
0: skip all the background and shit.
1: I'm, I'm like fascinated <laughs> though, because it's like I I hear you talking about your day to day life. You know, yeah. I know what's going on. I know you have crazy parties that go on in, in Brooklyn. <laughs> and <laughs> complete
0: and, opposite of that,
1: and what <laughs> your neighbors do rather. My
0: neighbors do. I know, yeah, I
1: know all about your neighbors. I know all about your day to day life. Um, but I don't know if I've ever heard you talk about what brought you into your current work in the world, you're you're a photographer, and you do the most amazing fashion photography. Um, I'm curious, how did you get into this? What led you here today?
0: Um, uh, What led me here today was the N train. Um, (laughs) No, uh, so I've always had a camera in my hand, just since I was a kid, and... um, like, my sister took photography classes, so I, you know, like, had a little camera. And then I did yearbook, and with that, I basically shot yearbook. Um, I was a yearbook editor, so then I just shot, you know, most of the stories with it. And then, uh, I kind of, I went, when I went to school, or when I went to college, uh, at that point, I was on the newspaper, and I started taking pictures, but I was more interested in the cemeteries than, like, what's happening at the school. And it wasn't like yearbook before where I had control where I can have, you know, deeper discussions about like what's going on. So we did like pieces about teen pregnancy and drug use, you know, so the yearbook actually has documentation that like people would get stoned at school, (laughs) you know, because that's real. And so when I left, when I started getting a newspaper, I just, you know, it wasn't right for me. And then I left that, uh, I was studying graphic design at the time. And then I left that to just get into some business stuff and then left that to do stand-up comedy. When I was doing stand-up, I moved to Chicago. And then when I was in Chicago, um, it was like a different market. You know, like I was showing... You asked about my tattoos, and I was like, this is one's from Chicago, this one I was in prison. But it's like, I, you're like, are you in prison? I'm like, no, not real prison. I was in Chicago. That's like prison. Right. And because growing up in the Northwest, it's there's like a... This is a little bit of a long-winded response, but, you know, in the Northwest, everybody was a little bit more, uh, you know, open-minded and together. And, you know, theres it's not really a religious area. It's like a spiritual area. When you're spiritual, you're kind of like one with everybody and very hippie. And then when I went over there, I was like, whoa. Because I created this character. So I created this character named Cool Mike. And Cool Mike was like this ultimate asshole, dickhead, homophobic, sexist, like everything rotten in the world. And it was like clear that this guy, it was almost like a Donald Trump type character mm-hmm. that I had developed where it was like, this guy clearly has no clue of what a normal real person should be. And then, um, when, I was, when I went to Chicago uh, oh, because one of the things that cool Mike would do is he would go on stage and says, well, if we're going to make fun of people, let's make fun of people in the room. And then I would just point at somebody and I would like just go oh off gosh. of just like, let's make fun of this person. Let me just imagine what this person's life. And it was hard work because it was about being extremely superficial and everything. Um, and then when I went, when I got to Chicago and I would do that. So when I was in, oh, sorry, to back up when I was in uh, Portland, that's where I started doing comedy. When I was in Portland, uh, people knew that it was a joke. And all the comics would sit in the back of the room, and they're like, "He's gonna fucking do this." Because I would clear a room, like until people understood understood the shtick, they would walk away. You know, they were like, or they would boo me, or they would like heckle me, or whatever. Um, But when, and and the comics loved that. Obviously, they'd love to see somebody fail. Mm, (laughs) And so, when I did that in Chicago, they took it for real. Like they, and they were into it. They're like, yeah, that's right. Fuck them. You know, it's like, whoa, this wow. is real. Like, you guys. And I think that's also why, not to get political so quick, but I think that's why Donald Trump is doing well is a job now that just made sense. It's like, because people actually respond to that because they actually feel that way. There are these people that don't recognize the bigger picture. Yeah. And anyway, so I was like, this is just awful. I don't like doing this. And so I was taking pictures at the time, you know, just as like a kind of a casual hobby. Um, and then I posted them on MySpace at the time. And then from there, people were like, you should do that. And so I started taking pictures, uh, and selling the art prints and I sold some on Craigslist, and I, was, I made like a hundred bucks and I was like, i fucking won, you know? And I was like, I quit my day job. Job right that moment and lived in poverty since. <laughs>
1: From 100 bucks, <That'll>
0: <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. But, boost
1: to your ego, <laughs>
0: yeah. And then I was shooting photographer, sh- shooting kind of like not really fashion, but I was like I would shoot women. Um, uh, and I think I, you know, because my grandma had like all these Harper's Bazaar magazines, uh, and then my dad had all these Playboys around. So it's like you put the two of them together, and like you end up with like this like extreme. At least for me, it was like as a visual person, like this extreme interest in women. Um, you know, cause, and you see both sides of it. So when I came to New York, I came to New York so that I can shoot some kind of arty, fashiony, y, um, something that, like, you know, there's like the hippiness of, of sexiness. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense. It's hard to explain it all unless yeah. people see it, then that kind of makes more sense, mm-hmm. as well as the trauma and the suffering and um, all of these things. So I moved to New York, and I did that, and that brought me to Brooklyn.
1: There's a lot of like, paradox that goes on in your work. It's, you, know, it's, you can't really explain it. I, that's what I love about seeing your photography. It's kind of a little bit of everything, and yeah. it's super hot. It's it. life. Yeah, it's life. Super hot. Super hot, <laughs> super hot. mess. <laughs>
0: <To> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is that we're in this, you know, it's like we're on the same side of the coin, right? Yeah. And I think everybody's on it. Like, everybody, I think, woke up one day. At one point I think everybody woke up and was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know, they looked around and they right. said, This is bullshit. This is this is not cool. You know, it's unfriendly, it's not loving, it's not happy, it's not real. And yeah. so we still look at you know, I look at it because I'm involved in the fashion and advertising world, and I think of Bill Hicks, like if you're in advertising, kill yourself. No, seriously, kill yourself. I'm not kidding, <laughs> fucking kill yourself. You know, I think of that yeah. quite a bit. And it's like, Well am I in advertising? It's like, well, if it works right, then we've created something that's beyond advertising, something different. Because advertising of the old way of being propagandists, where we're pounding people with a message that uh, product is perfect, mm-hmm. product is life, you know that's dead.
1: Totally. That's
0: totally yeah. dead. It still works. It still works because not everybody woke up, or they're a little scared of waking up
1: yeah.
0: uh, to it. They're a little scared to the change. But the reality is, is that. That old world, it still works, but we are moving away from it. Yeah. So there's this exciting corridor that we're walking through, and it's like, well, I don't know what to call it because it's like when I came in here, I was telling you that I want to come up with a new title. It's like I'm not a photographer. I'm I'm a photographer. Yeah. But I'm more than that. You know, I'm beyond that. It's I'm I'm a human being. I'm a spiritual being who happen to be plopped out into this body
1: yeah exactly so do you feel that you're in between these two worlds like the physical material world and the spiritual world and it's kind of like learning how to come to grips with reality and making sense of it in this in one world more than another yeah same
0: constantly Mm -hmm. and I just had I had a conversation with uh, my buddy Noah today on about this because you know Ramdas is I'm sure you, if you've listened to you know Ram Dass's channels mm-hmm. one through six. Mm-hmm. So just for the listeners to like run through it real quickly. Yeah. So, um, uh, okay. So imagine a television set. Channel one is going to be very simple. It's boy, girl, man, woman, uh, fat, skinny, tall, short. Uh, feel free to if you want to explain this.
1: Okay, go know. ahead. I'm listening.
0: Channel two would be uh, status. So it's like lawyer, teacher, student. Uh, marketer, photographer, model, agent, um, whatever the hell the status is, policeman, whatever. So that's channel two and a large part of our world is in channel one and channel two. Then we move to channel three, channel three. I'm a child of the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm an earth child. I'm a Sagittarius. It's something that when, you know, when you cross that threshold, it kind of says there's something a little bit more to me than just something a little cosmic, a little, something different like and it's like yeah i'm a child of the sun and so if someone else said that you're like i am too. and if <laughs> someone says i'm a sagittarius it kind of brings it down into 12 and it's like well i'm a libra and it's like what does that mean or like yeah i can totally see that you know and it and it it tightens it up a little bit yeah then you get into channel four and channel four i think the easiest way to identify it is if you're when you're a little kid and you'd look at your pet and you would be like you just look in their eyes and you're like how did you get in there and like, who are you? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even know who I am. Or you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, who's that? Yeah. You know, you're just staring into your eyes and staring into the eyes of, the, mm-hmm. of an animal and like, how did you get in there? So, or you look into another eyes of another person. You look into your, you know, and it's like when you look at someone a little bit too long, you're like, I, that took me somewhere. That yeah. took, okay, that was weird. Like, you know, <laughs> some people can look into the eyes of their parents and others, like, I can't look into them very long mm-hmm. uh, because they, you know, you kind of get pulled out, and when you get pulled out, you get stuck into Channel 5. And Channel 5 is the channel that's like, well, we're all one. And when I say we all, it's the planet, it's the animals, it's the galaxy, it's the solar system, it's the the intelligence and in rocks that science hasn't been able to understand or acknowledge. Uh, it's the science in water, the science, whatever the hell it is. This is. All of this stuff, whatever. Your imagination, it's all part of Channel mm-hmm. 5. And then Channel 6? Channel 6 is... Uh, The void, it's the nothingness. The Buddhist, like, nothingness. But basically what that means is it's pure potential, pure opportunity. So it's a billion, trillion doors. And it's a billion, trillion, billion, trillion doors. It's like an infinite number of doors of possibilities, which is where we're at right now. So anything could happen from here. It's just like, well, which door would you like to go through?
1: What rabbit hole do we want to go through?
0: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So then what happens, though, is that people end up... Where, especially with like, you know, the marketing side. So it's like, I have a job, right? So you have a job. It's a stat, you know, the status It's like marketer. And it's like, well, I'm not a fucking marketer. <laughs> I'm a channel, I'm, I'm a channel, I'm a, I'm a channel six, you know, with all these possibilities, but I happen to be choosing to do this role of marketing, but that doesn't make me a marketer, Correct. you know? And, and I think that's where it gets like trippy is because once you, once you come from that state, so where, you know, you asked earlier, do you have that do you ever find it hard to balance between this and that like the the duality well what I've done is I've found myself happiest when I recognize that I'm I'm a channel 456 and then I come down to channels 123 for work or for other things you know yeah so I know and you know that we're 456 you know in this room right now we are one you know I'm just talking to myself you're talking to yourself mm-hmm. and the audience who's listening is part of us and we're part of them. We are you one. know, Yeah, we're all one. Mm-hmm. And the airways and the the, the, the iPods or the, the iPods in <laughs> 2006, <laughs> the iPhones or the droids or whatever yeah. the hell that they're using as a platform or whatever future technology they're using to come back to this time and place. That is all just a part of it. Um, you know, a part of it, it being all of it. So where I think it's everything. Yeah. yeah. So where it gets trippy is that, you know, we leave these rules. We leave the home of channels four, five, six. And that's where I think meditation helps is because with meditation, you can go back to channel four, five, six, you get plopped back over there. Like, Oh my God, I forgot. I have all this space, all this time I have, whatever. And maybe it's not meditation. Maybe it's exercising. Maybe it's, uh, you know, jogging. Maybe it's whatever the hell it is, but that brings you back to your core where you're like, Oh, Yeah, I forgot. I'm a normal thing.
1: Yeah, and then you realize, I don't know if you realize this, but when you meditate too much, do you feel like time is meaningless? Or like there's no real, like... Do you feel that way? Do you feel almost like...
0: See, what you're searching for right now is, do you feel normal? Yeah. You know, like, do like, you feel normal? Do
1: I feel normal? Because sometimes I feel like time is just a figment of our imagination, that we humans have to put construct on our time to make sense of our reality. And I, when I tap into these deeper states of meditation, sometimes I wake up and it's crazy the stuff that you can like glean from... Going down that path, so I don't yeah. know like if you feel that way too and, and how do you how do you make sense or how do you go sinking back into those level you know one, two, three that you need to and balance it like how do we find this balance? Well,
0: I think it balances itself. Mm-hmm. you know I think it just balances itself. so you can have an awareness to this stuff. you know you can clue into something and whatever it is, it's like you just find times to do it whether you're conscious about doing it or not, you can escape it. Sometimes it's nice to get the fuck away from there. You know, sometimes it's, it's nice to come down. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a funny thing because when I'm shooting, like say I'm shooting a model, right? Right and then like, okay, so one of them just contacted me the other day or just today, just today. And she's like, I really want to work with you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what kind of stuff? Like I have a wide range of work. So what is it? Like you want to go screaming in the street? Do you want to like bark at dogs? Do you want to, um, do you want to look beautiful? Do you want to like, what is it? What's, what's your deal? What's your deals where, you know? And she's like, I like raunchy. I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck does that mean? Cause that's, something to everybody and then but at the same time as she's explaining this, I'm like raunchy I'm like I fucking love raunchy like I love everything you know what I mean it's like if you love it you're part of everything so you're like yeah that's totally cool it's a door someone's basically like what door do you want to walk through and so you can play with a door and say like well this is what I want to do and sometimes it's like you know and then she says but I need to get something for my portfolio as well so it's like she it's like basically saying I need to get like something to attract to allure clients you know and what the clients are is like it's people like I need to have an access point to channel one and channel two. Am I beautiful? And do I have status?
1: Right. In marketing, they call that a persona.
0: Sure. What type
1: of persona are you? And it's just like, you have to still have that. You have to be like, Oh, I'm this type of person for these type of customers.
0: Well, I think that we've had to have that, but do we have to have that? If we're all on channel four, five, six, you know, and that's the idea of Shambhala is that living in an enlightened society. So if we all live in an enlightened society, right? Will we need that. You know, if everybody has what they need, we can play with that. Like, look at me, I'm pretty, and all of a sudden, look at me, I'm ugly. It's like when you're a little kid. And remember when you'd play, and you'd look at each other, and you would say to a friend, like, "What? look at me look how pretty I am. And then all of a sudden the person will like turn around and "Ah, you know, they become like a beast. (laughs) Right. Right. So if we live in kids are enlightened beings for the most part, because they're not tuned into this other stuff. We teach them channel one, channel two, you know, they're innately brought into channel three, four, five, six, yeah, or more into four, five, six, but then channel three is kind of like the gateway to drop down. So with brands trying to have a persona, the funny thing is, it's like, uh, sure. Because that's part of where we've been at. And that again is why we have, You know, I think, again, Donald Trump is a great example of this stuff, you know, and Mm -hmm. he's not the only one. Bernie Sanders is a great example of it. Hillary Clinton is. Hillary Clinton, wouldn't it be great to have a woman as president? You know, that was her big thing. And it's like, yeah, it would be fucking amazing. Are you kidding? I would like to see a black woman who has disabilities, is an army vet, and she, English is her third language. I would fucking love that to see that person as a person who's able to organize the government institutions. Absolutely, fucking you yeah. know, but don't get down on me on channel two. I would rather have somebody who is like, wouldn't you like to have a spiritual awakening?
1: Just this idea that, um, the content that we create and consume affects our consciousness. I mean, on a, you know, to simplify it, you know, I mm-hmm. would no, it's so much more deep than that, but this, reality that we're living in, like we were talking about earlier in terms of the podcasts, episodes, and, and how you know, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And, and I just feed off of momentum and energy, and, and I feel like we're creating our own reality day to day based on our thoughts, our beliefs, our the people we come in contact with. Um, and we can use that to elevate our consciousness you know, in, in really profound ways.
0: Yeah. It's like, find out what's really important to you. It's interesting because like most people really just want freedom, happiness, peace, very simple things. Mm -hmm. And then most people want to give other people freedom, happiness, and peace. Right? Right. And there's a, you know, so marketers have tuned into this and they're like, well, if you buy this, you'll get freedom. If you get this, you'll get happiness. If you get this, you'll get peace. (laughs) Stay away from that because that's fear. That's anger. That's, (laughs) you don't want to get away from that. And they basically have come into this like very root part where it's like, I just want freedom, happiness and peace. That's all I want in life. You know? <laughs> that's all I, that's want. all I want. All it's I that, want for you is freedom, happiness and peace.
1: That's
0: simple. All we want for the listener and the listener being now we. So we, me, you and the listeners. Mm-hmm. We now all just want freedom, happiness and peace for each other and for ourselves. And then it just kind of like moves out and I think that's where it gets really interesting is like you know there's all this discussion about revolutions and stuff and I think the revolution started decades ago. And I think people are kind of exploring it and it's exploding. And I think that it's uncontainable at this point Mm -hmm. where we will have freedom, happiness, and peace. And it's going to have very deep, hard discussions. I think that the reason why we have the political climate that we have in this moment is that this is a result of people uh, addressing the fact that we've been programmed to steer away from happiness, true happiness uh, freedom and peace.
1: Do you think it's because it seems almost too good to be true? Like we've created this whole previous lifestyle around the struggle, you know, and the, and around the concept that we have to work so hard, we have to lose sleep and we have to show like, you know, the opposite of freedom, happiness, and peace. And then to automatically achieve it through this new paradigm that we're entering, do you, do you think it comes across as kind of woo-woo or almost like too good to be true or you know how does that relate to the the bridge that we're in
0: well it's interesting because you said the word woo-woo which I which yeah no no but this is the thing that that there's there's a podcaster right now that I've Person that started a podcast that I want to have a conversation with because he's very you know he's interviewing these people same you know very similar consciousness people uh, meditators all this stuff and then he kind of belittles it it's belittling I agree and it's like listen motherfucker (laughs) do you want me to come in and belittle you because I can do this we can all do this and most people won't do this but there's there's a little bit of a gadfly in me there's a little bit of a protagonist it's like or not protagonist but a what do you want? A provocative, provocative yeah, tour where course. I want to kind of get in there and like, listen, you're going to call, you're going to say the word woo woo. Okay. You sound like a fucking idiot for saying woo woo, <laughs> not you, but you know what I mean? Right. A person that says woo woo, like it's like something's like, I can go back to, you can go back to the, the point of someone's life where they believed, where they did not even believe they were a part of the woo woo. And it goes back to, again, think of when you were a child and you looked into another animal's eyes. And then you asked, Have you had this experience where you looked into another, like into another, I say another person's, but it's an animal's yeah. eyes. And he said, How uh. do you get in there? Is that, you're gonna call a little kid woo woo? Go no, fuck yourself. That's part of the root of this problem is that people feel uncomfortable. I'm not saying fuck you to you. No, oh,
1: yeah, I got it. <laughs> but I can uh, handle where it. I'm, I'm, Jersey girl.
0: <laughs> I'm a Jersey girl. Keep it going. <laughs> you wanna like throw punches or like, yeah. I don't know what Jersey girls do. Get out
1: my muscles. You're
0: flexing. <laughs> yeah. Don't mess, don't mess. <laughs> don't mess? <laughs> you guys need a, like, a, like a don't mess with Texas. Like yeah. Jersey needs like.
1: fist pump, that's what we have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're actually, she's, for the record, she's fist pumping. Yes. <laughs>
1: You got to own it. You just got to own it.
0: Yeah, you do. Just own that Jerseyness. Yeah. It's like how in the Northwest we have to own hippiness. Right. The two could be true is because there are people we need it, we need strong spiritual people to stand up and say, "Hey, yo, if you're going to say this, if you're going to make fun of woo-woo, just remember I'm rubber, you're woo woo, (laughs) like remind them that it's coming back to them. It will come back to them because at one point they're going to have to confront the truth. And the truth is, is that we all are this higher being and people, you know, right now there's all this discussion about, uh, artificial intelligence and space travel. And are we going to be able to download our minds into computers and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, if we don't get along, what's the point? Right. You know what I mean. If we don't recognize that we are consciousness, that each of us are consciousness, what's the point of downloading our minds into this stuff? What's the point? All of this stuff is pointing us to togetherness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people think like, you know, it's like, what do you think when you get when you when you get uploaded to the internet or to a robot or whatever the hell you think is going to happen? Do you think that you're going to be able to sit in a room? Uh, Or sit in that robot and not have thoughts, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Do you think that you're just going to, like, you're going to go lay down in your robot bed and not have nightmares? Do you (laughs) (laughs) think, you know, you think you're going to have to communicate with another robot, you know? I think the interesting thing is, like, we have, if we trust ourselves, then we'll be able to trust the robots. You know, this is part of our life. This is the exciting part is technology is just another animal, just as we're another animal. If we can look at it that way, it's like, well... And I think the thing is that we don't need to be scared of technology. Uh, it's just another—it's just another animal that's you know it's got its own blood. You know, it's like we don't know what electricity is, but it's there. Remember the first time that you uh, used uh, social media, and you're like, "What the
1: fuck is this?" <laughs> right, <laughs> Friendster, MySpace, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: meeting people it's, off the internet? Yeah. What the fuck is that?
1: What the fuck is that? Dude. <laughs> it's so trippy. Like today
0: even. How weird is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? This is something where it's like it's like who are you? You've you've told me that you know what I've said before, but what have you heard? Yeah. You know, like what yeah. have you not heard? I know. You know, it's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre, but that's the world we live in. So it's like, I trust you. You know what I mean? It's
1: it's (laughs) just about trusting in yourself, trusting in your intuition. You know, you can't see intuition, like electricity, like you were saying before. True. Um, But I trust my intuition all the time.
0: (laughs) But isn't that great though? That intuition is like, people are actually talking about intuition. Yeah. Like imagine when, can you imagine if uh, a leader just says, my intuition says, like, that will be a moment. Where it's like, you can't use your intuition. Yeah, I can. Fuck you. I can do whatever I want.
1: Yeah. You know, we have the ability to talk over microphones and t- tell people that it does exist. You,
0: you know? know, you're totally right. That's what it is. There's not a shortcut yet. And what we need to do is we need to create a shortcut, like an access point to people. I think that's the thing is like, now I'm using that kid looking, when you're a kid looking into the animal's eyes. I use that one because it's a simple shortcut that helps people understand channel four. You know, how would you see the relationship between... Brands, businesses, and Channel Six. I'm putting you on the spot. You're, on yours. you're interviewing <laughs> me now.
1: How would this happen? <laughs> um, I think, I think the intersection with everything is just going to be, just done for, from the heart. You know, just done like without overanalyzing. You know, without being in your headspace. Without. Um, but I think we also need that intellectual side of us to know that it's okay to sink into that, to surrender into that space where we're not thinking, you know, we are one, we're just kind of existing, we're these human beings, um, who are alive Mm -hmm. and the simplicity of it is like overwhelming. And I feel like we try to make meaning out of it and put more things on our list and do this and do that when it detracts from the meaning of everyday existence. Yeah. So I think that in the future, I think that reality, we're just going to be kind of this existing in level six. Where we won't have to be thinking, we won't even be knowing that we're in level six. It's like we're just there constantly. It's not this in and out, so you know?
0: What the funny thing is, that means we're already there then. Yeah. So if it's a possibility, then that means it already exists. So right now we're in level six. We're in level six. And that's the trippy part, is yeah. <laughs> Fist pump, fist pump. <laughs> that's the, the trippy part though, is it? Because we're in channel six right now and we forget. So it's like, this is the fun part. This is the, the, the fun part though. Now we're back to channel six. Yeah. We just got back up. Yeah, we did. And so now the game is like, now since you're constantly on channel six, it's like a little scary sometimes because you're like, wait, wait, what what does that mean? It's like, well, life just goes on. Just be happy, be free and be peaceful.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's that's all it comes down to. Yeah. Isn't
0: it crazy? And then it's like, well, what if I want to, what if making me happy, peaceful and free? Does that mean I can do anything? And then people start getting into like, what about this? And it's like, yeah, sure.
1: So I guess we have to start wrapping up a little bit here. I can talk to you for like hours. Yeah. Level six, what's
0: up? <laughs> you need, like, a like a name for fist pumping so that you can...
1: I know. I, I keep doing fist pumps, and no one can see that I'm actually fist pumping. <laughs>
0: you're fist pumping. <laughs> like, just for the record, uh, <laughs> because this is the funny thing, is because on the your podcast, like, uh, you know, you're kind of, like, serious, and you have, like, these very direct, pointed questions. I think that's what I liked about it. Like, after you emailed me, I checked it out. I was like, oh, I like this, like, very direct, pointed questions, but I also like this shit. I think you should be doing more of this stuff. I agree. I'm and going you should to. should definitely be fist pumping, and you need, like... Like uh, remember, Arsenio had the whoop 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 whoop. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, sound you, effects. <laughs> yeah, you need that.
1: More to come.
0: Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah,
1: awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me here on this podcast, "The Art of Humanity." Uh, where can listeners find you if they want to learn more?
0: StudioDonovan.com, and then go on my iTunes or go, just fucking Google my name. Yeah, and find the, the find the the. There's so many Michael Donovans. I find like the creepy one from London. That guy's that guy's cool.
1: The creepy one that I invited into my breather office space. Have you read
0: about this one? You could have. I could have been him.
1: You could have been him. Do you know about this one? I think I found some creepy dude.
0: Sharing my name with him with all of the work that I have out there, it's just like his picture comes up and it's like that's perfect for this.
1: Yeah. If you never hear from <laughs> me again, listeners, now you know.
0: Why. They wouldn't even hear this. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't yeah. hear this, wah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Awesome. Well, thanks again for being here.
0: Thanks for having me. And then for your listeners, remember that you should rate and review this podcast.
1: Yes, I always forget to do that. Thanks for reminding me. You have
0: a perfect five star. So get in there and write her another five star with like a little, a little note.
1: Yeah. Thanks for being here. Bye, everybody. Bye. One of the ways that I've built an engaged audience of over one hundred thousand readers over the years is content marketing. Content marketing is real, relevant, and inspiring information that helps your business to grow, it brings in money, and it allows your website to endlessly be exposed to new audiences. This translates into more impact, influence, and sales. But before you start your blog, the one thing that you'll need no matter what is a web hosting provider. One web hosting provider that I recommend is HostGator. If you go to hostgator.com and use the code JAM2016, you can get 25% off of all new hosting packages with HostGator. So go to HostGator.com and sign up
0: today. Thanks for listening to The Art of Humanity. Please follow us on Twitter at It's Jessica Ann. Join us next week with your host, Jessica Ann. Evolve your business with The Art of Humanity.